This is Culture Communication and Brand Moments with Shelby Joe Long, the show that takes you around the world to share interviews with some of the most successful and relevant people on the planet, hear their stories, and get the most important business lessons they have learned on their road to success, and get exclusive advice on how to implement their success into your life and business. Culture Communication and Brand Moments is brought to you by the Strategic Advisor Board and your host, Shelby Joe Long. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the podcast today. I'm Shelby Joe Long. I'm with Business Dynamics and the Strategic Advisor Board. And I love using a podcast as a vehicle to get more information out to entrepreneurs about ways that they can develop business or ways that they can transition their business to just inspire you to think about business differently and inspire you to think about your genius differently. So the Genius Entrepreneur Podcast is used to be able to expose some of these stories to you. Last week, I met Dean Gyllenhaal, and he has such an interesting story, and I'm excited to learn a little bit more about his background and his transition into executive coaching. So today, we're going to talk with Dean Gyllenhaal with Intelligent Leadership Executive Coaching, and I'm excited that you're here to join us today, Dean, to tell us about your business. Thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, Dean, I know a little bit about your background. You've been in the executive coaching space the last couple of months. Can you uh, can you give us kind of the 30,000 foot overview of you and your background and experience before you get into coaching? Sure. I'll start current and go backwards. How's that sound? Sounds so great. In May, I decided to, well, in May, I launched a business. Uh, it's a franchise opportunity with intelligent leadership executive coaching. To get there, I needed to go through a number of um, training and certifications to use some proprietary methodology, that was, which was developed by a gentleman named John Matone. Uh, he owns John Matone Global, and he's a, one of the leading um, executive coaching brands in the country. Sure. So I'm up and running, off, off to a good start. Prior to that, and this is the interesting part, I spent over 30 years in investment management. I worked for five different large firms. The last two firms I was with, I, I played a senior management role. Uh, the most recent, I was at a firm where I ran a very highly uh, edu- highly educated, successful uh, investment management team. Uh, over the course of that time, we were very successful in terms of growing, growing our assets, and um, you know, contributing to the success of the organization. I had made a decision uh, maybe two years ago that I wanted to play my quote unquote back nine slightly differently. Like I said, I've been in the industry for over 30 years for lots of different reasons, family reasons, burnout, all the things you can hear about. I took a very measured approach to figure out what I wanted to do. Now, in my roles uh, in investment management as a senior leader, I had the opportunity to participate in many of these assessments and workshops and best execution workshops and you know sure. everything that you would want from a large organization to prepare me as a as a leader and a manager. I really love that. It got me outside my inbox. Now, outside of work, uh, I've always been a team athlete from high school through college. And once I got uh, to a point where my daughters were old enough, I started coaching uh, girls lacrosse. And that is oh, a function cool. of how I grew up playing team sports. I, again, there I got certified as a coach, uh, ran a league for nine years, 
And that, that was kind of my personal passion outside of work is, was doing that, running this league, coaching these kids, seeing progression from, you know, first grade through eighth grade on into high school. I track some of these kids in the paper just to see how they're doing. So you take my professional experience and my personal experience and you put it together, this executive coaching kind of fit, okay, from who I was as a person. So that's what kind of drove me to take on this challenge. Uh, to take on this business. Absolutely. That's, that's interesting. Cause it, you know, you bet you were in the financial world for so many years, but then you almost transitioned in the financial roles to those leadership positions. So right. that team and team development and leadership is all starting to come out. And I right. being an executive coach myself and a business coach myself, I, I see the importance and the especially the content that you're going to have with your background in your coaching and the one-on-one and working as a team and, and the communication strategies and the synergy, all of those concepts are so important when it comes to executive coaching. So it seems right. to, seems to me like a, a pretty good, pretty good match. Yeah, I agree. And the Baton methodology that I'm licensed to use is, is time proven and successful. Mm-hmm. However, on the, on the, uh, on my old roles, you know, playing those senior uh, leadership roles, I have lots of really interesting stories, different types of, I've lived through many different market environments, 2008, 2009, COVID, things before that. So I've seen how organizations operate under tight resources or market shocks. People have to make decisions. Some of the decisions I made, you know, weren't comfortable decisions, but in the end, what what got me out of bed was the growth of the organization. So, you know, when I started at my most recent firm, I grew the team from four individuals to 13. Our, our products grew from 35 to 170. And the assets we're responsible grew from 200 billion to 900 billion. So that's an eight-year okay. span of very highly successful functioning team. Uh, that was, it was a great experience for me. And, you know, at the end of it, and I decided that I wanted to do something different, something more meaningful, help people in a more meaningful way. Uh, I took those experiences and then, you know, fell into this uh, leadership position, coaching position. Absolutely. It's uh, there's seems to be some. You felt comfortable with that. It's all part of your experience and your background. I would call that your genius. It's your intuition, right? Like you, you, it's just things that you know how to do and you've always known how to do. And now it's just applying that in a different way. And I mean, particularly, it's so interesting because you have been in, you've been in the financial sector through, through the biggest challenges that we know in our lifetime, right? The 2008 crash and then, which had a dramatic effect on the economy and then COVID, which had the other Yep. major effect on the economy. And you've seen your experience in leading teams through that and leading organizational teams through that. I would imagine that experience gives you such a nice background for that executive coaching to be nimble and flexible and understand right. that it's not just the one solution that you're going to have to flex and move. So I think that's, yeah. Can you, can you talk about, let's talk about 2008. 2008 was such a surprise to many, not to some, but it was right. a surprise to many. It was a huge shock to the market. Can you it was can you tell it a was. story from that time? Well, those two scenarios, 2008 and COVID, were totally different. So 2008, yeah. 2009, we're watching this market drop 
and seeing how uh, it, officials reacted and what the market was doing was totally out of our control. Okay, so we right. had to basically respond and we had to manage our assets in the most efficient way for the client in this time of upheaval. So the focus was let's do, let's, you know, manage the mandate, do the best for our clients, pay attention to the marketplace because we don't know what's going on, but we can see what's happening uh, after the fact. You know, let's just stay the course. Where in COVID, it was different. They shut the economy down. Our organization put some policies into place, and it was more related to personnel. Uh, Mm -hmm. Obviously, there was a little bit of a market hiccup there in that March, but, you know, it came back. So that was more hands-on, you know, let's manage, instead of managing our client assets, we're now we're managing our team and what's the most effective way to do that. So, you know, we made the decision as an organization to, you know, split certain groups up into three different teams in the office, out of the office, in a rotation, the third team was put to a separate location uh, and and stayed there. Um, so there's a lot of details around that that I won't get into now, but, right. yeah, you know, trying to manage that remotely was a big shift for our firm. I'm sure. And our goal was to make sure that a certain amount of our staff was plugged into our company servers and that was important when you're managing money and you're trading on the markets. You don't want to have a significant trade, you know, not get put through if you're trading off a $50 modem at home and its power goes out. Right. So, you know, we had to take that into account. I think we did a really good job of managing the teams around that and obviously getting feedback from the individuals that had experienced that over a year and a half, two year period to come up with a sort of hybrid plan once COVID restrictions were released. Yeah. Oh, it's so challenging. I I worked a lot in business culture. I talk a lot about business culture and maintaining sounds like the teams and and having those self-sustaining teams is a was a really good way to manage that and kept right. the employees managed and engaged during a time that was so that was so unknown. So Right. And there were individuals that wanted to be at home and there were individuals that wanted to be in office and some wanted both. So trying to figure all that out, you know, was a challenge. And in the end, we came up with a hybrid program that worked and um, we didn't miss a beat. Our our business continued on successfully. That's great. And I think that I think that experience is so important for your position now. So you can help lead other executives through those challenges because those challenges aren't going to disappear. Hopefully right. we'll have another 2008 or COVID happen, but you know, but we've got to be prepared for that. So I think that's right. That's, and imp- importantly, I think the, the the net result here is a change the culture of the firm. Yep. So many firms have that. There's a significant change in culture for you know Wall Street in general, but any other organization out there, the culture's changing. And myself now as an executive coach, I have a program that helps measure that. Yeah. So we have a cultural assessment workshop that companies can take so that individual leaders within the corporation can understand what exactly is going on with the staff and how are they thinking about it? Because it, it's a different different culture now. Yeah, totally different culture, different needs, different, different consumer environment, different employee environments, different stresses right. and all sorts. So that's, that's so, that's so critical. And to have a solid understanding of what that is before you go in and develop your plans. I think that's a really, that's really right. That's right. interesting way to go about that. 
So Dean, tell me a little more about where, what do you, what do you envision for your coaching? Yes, you have all the tools and you've signed on and you've trained. What do you, where do you envision yourself now going with your business? Well, let me talk about the market environment for leadership coaching. And then I'll talk a little bit about, um, you know, the strategy that I'm, I'm employing right now. So according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, there's about 30 million managers in corporate America today, right? And less than 40% of them have actually had any leadership training and less than a quarter of them ever have had a coach. So that says a lot uh, about the managers and leaders in, in corporate America. There's lots of people out there that could use services like this, okay? And I'm going I'm to equate it to, you know, you have a coach at the gym. You might have a lifestyle coach. You might have a therapist. People look to others from the outside to help them but get better internally. A leadership coach is just that, but it's a professional environment, okay? So there's a lot of opportunities for coaches like myself, and there's a lot of opportunities for recipients of coaching to engage. Number two, what I've discovered is, you know, my goal is to coach leaders and emerging leaders to sharpen their leadership skill set with the idea of you know adjusting corporate culture and also ultimately crystallizing the legacy of themselves as a leader okay and leadership training uh, can be carried across jobs it can be carried in your family it can carry it into your community Absolutely. so it's not just relegated to you know monday morning sitting down at you know 8:30 in the morning here i am i'm i'm the i'm this newly trained leader this right. can, you can use across any organization and any aspect of life Right. Because it all goes down to your confidence and your participation and your presence and so much That's of right. that. Is important. Yeah. A lot of synergy with what, where you're at and what I do. So there's, mm-hmm. I also am in the leadership culture space. I help people coach entrepreneurs to put their business ideas together. So there's, there's a lot of synergy there and talking to you really makes me want to you know, I, I still teach, I teach at the college level and I teach business culture and I teach systems and all those things. And it's so fun to talk to somebody who's experienced it and made a job out of it. So I, I appreciate right. that. It, it makes me, makes me want to kind of get into the same space too. So. Yeah. It's, it's been fun. It's been interesting. Got, I get to meet a lot of really interesting people and yeah. understand there's so many different challenges out there, but again, assessing who you are in the, uh, one of the uh, differentiators with this model is assessing who you are on the inside and how you project yourself to the, those around you. So really understanding that we are assessment tools, help figure that out and guide you down a path of improvement. So, you know, one of the quotes that we use as coaches within this organization is, you know, diagno- uh, prognosis without diagnosis is malpractice. So you really want to understand who you are, how you come across as a leader externally, and, you know, understand your gifts and gaps and, and focus on those and, and adjust them so that you portray yourself as a better leader. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Dean, Dan, I have a question for you about um, your, your background and your influence. Are, are you, were you surrounded by entrepreneurs? Was there, was there a influence that you had to step out and, and dip your toes into the entrepreneur journey or was there was it there a moment where you were just ready to you know 30 years in the financial industry and investment right. industry that's a long time so so of course maybe a transition was necessary but 
stepping into entrepreneurship isn't something right. that a lot of people typically so, do. So honestly, entrepreneurship was not on the front burner for me over my career. It really was later in, in my career where I decided that, you know, what can I do? I, I needed, I mean, I was working 12 hour days for eight years and missing right. half my vacation. I needed that. something that kind of unwound me a little bit, something that was more meaningful to people. So I think this whole coaching aspect and the leadership training, it wasn't that it was entrepreneurial, but it was something that I enjoyed doing. Um, so there were, I don't really have a, a network of really true entrepreneur. I didn't at the time when I made the right. decision. However, what I did do is I did a very thorough deep dive uh, using a career counselor to figure out what my strengths and weaknesses were and mm-hmm. where I should focus my second half of my career. And, um, you know, along the way, uh, you know, this opportunity was presented to me and it, it kind of made sense just, you know, being having the ability to control what I was doing, working with an organization that was already established, working with an organization that had a proven methodology, kind it, it skewed a little bit less from entrepreneurial to part of an organization that backed me. But yes, I'm running my own business, but with some support. Well, still an entrepreneur, still right. going out on your own, still having to make those calls, still having to make those connections right. and those sales. So it is a it is a commendable step that is not yeah. uh, necessarily a you know golden path forward. So you it's have been to a shift, a but it's been fun. Yeah, that's great. Well, Dean, would you have as we kind of wrap up the interview? Would you have any advice to anybody that wants to step out into their entrepreneur journey or making the transition or in yeah, your journey? I do what actually. So, like I said, I took a you know, a ta- a long time to figure out, you know, what my marketable skills were, what I'd like to do, where I wanted to focus. And that takes time. So you really want to understand that about yourself. One, two, financially, you need to understand that you're taking a, you're, you're rolling dice. So I right. need to plan. And I did that. I spoke to my financial advisor up front, told him what I wanted to do. Um, and then he said, yep, you should be fine. Go for it. You know, no, you know, you're gonna have to make money, of course, but you you need to know the financial implications first to prepare. And thirdly, um, I did a lot of research once I decided to go down this uh, executive coaching route. I have people that I've worked with in my network that have opened their own consulting type businesses. So I called them and I interviewed them. Okay, and they gave me a lot of really good pointers. They were very. Everyone had a different story. Uh, but one thing, the two things that I got out of that, one is it's going to take twice as long as you expect. And two, right. you need to find the right pools to swim in. So you need to find those qualified clients and that should be our priority. So those are the two main pieces of advice I got from people in my network that opened up their own consulting business. Right. That I think those are two great pieces of advice for our listeners if they're thinking about venturing into starting their Correct. own business yep. and business. do your homework, interview people, prepare financially and go for it. Yep. Go for it and do what you're passionate about because if you're passionate about it, then yes, you will work. You do have to work, but you at least have some bigger to do that. So absolutely. Well, Dean, where can our audience find you if uh, if they need need your services? 
Sure. Um, I have a website. Uh, you could just probably Google my name and intelligentleadership.com. But my email is, um, you're going to have to write this down because it's kind of long. It's D. Gyllenhaal, my last name, G-Y-L-L-E-N-H-A-A-L, at intelligentleadershipec.com. And the EC at the end stands for executive coaching. So D. Gyllenhaal at intelligentleadershipec.com is my email. Great. And we'll make sure that that's included in the program notes so we all know how to get a hold of you if we if we need to. And you can find me on LinkedIn. And, and LinkedIn, that's where we connected. So that's right. We, we swim tool. in the same pools there. So that was, a, yes, it is a great tool. Yes, Dean, it was great to hear your story today, to hear your advice today. You have such a vast experience and I... It's an inspiration to me, and I know it's an inspiration to others to be able to think about their expertise in a different way and to right. the, what's marketable for your skills and to think about right. shifting the career. And you can do it. Just be prepared to do that. So. Correct. Shelby Joe, thank you so much. I really appreciate this. It was great. Well, thank you, Dean. I'm looking forward to our future interactions, and uh, I will just say The next time, let's introduce you to another entrepreneur to our audience that has created a business out of their genius to influence the world market in a different way. We'll see you next time. Great. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Culture, Communication, and Brand Moments with your host, Shelby Jill Long. Please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates, and we will see you on the next episode.